Hey y'all, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in, thanks for watching. Uh, before I start, um, please like this video if you like it, and uh, please subscribe, and also check out um, the podcast, LE2B. And uh, all right, so I'm gonna get into it. Um, today I'm gonna talk about the uh, new Jordan Peele movie, Nope, which just opened on last Friday. Um, and I was very, very uh, excited about uh, this coming out because I, um, I really liked Get Out, and uh, I really liked Us when it came out. I really, really liked Us when I first saw it, and then the more I saw it, I did not like it as much. I saw it like five times. So before, you know, you, you, if you're watching this and you haven't seen it, you haven't seen Nope, you uh, should know there's gonna be spoilers ahead, so stop watching this or listening if uh, you don't wanna know what happens in Nope. I'm gonna try and explain it, but it's even going to be difficult. It's kind of a movie. It's it's kind of a movie that's hard to even explain. Like I don't even know how you would give it away. First of all, the movies have just gone to shit um, because everything has gone streaming. So the only movies you really have now are these huge Marvel movies, which I just do not like. Those superhero movies. I mean, I saw the you know a few years ago, and they they're all the same movie. I know people get mad at you for saying that, but they are the same movie. <laughs> They're just kind of rehashing IP that they own to make money. And so at least, you know, it's nice that Jordan Peele is at least making original stories, original content that is very, you know, high budget, sprawling. It's, you know, it's like this and Top Gun 2, which I know was not original IP, but felt like original IP because it had been so long and is different. I mean, say what you will, you know... Top Gun 2 is, you know, a sequel to something, but it's not the exact same movie, which is all those superhero movies are. I keep, I keep hearing this is a tangent, like, people being like, yeah, you know, I'm getting, some people are getting a little sick of these Marvel movies. Oh, really? Because it's the exact same movie every time. They're finally maybe tired of that. Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele what's, what's really amazing is he, I mean, obviously this has been said over and over, but I don't think it's um, addressed enough that the uh, the pivot that he made in his career is like one of the most amazing pivots I think that's happened in the in the history of in the entertainment industry or film, where there was this comedic actor comedian guy who started out a sketch show who who was in the lane of comedy had his own sketch comedy show and he just pivoted into horror movie genre. Uh, extremely successfully and was very effective immediately and he clearly is a huge cinephile and that's why i think he's he's so good because he, he does kind of remind me of tarantino because it's a similar thing when i watch his movies jordan peele's movies it's similar to tarantino where they clearly are so they they have such a vast knowledge of cinema that um they're able to pull and take things from different, you know, movies they've seen or things that have been done. But because they have such a vast knowledge, they're taking it from things that are obscure that most people wouldn't even be aware of. And I mean, you know, when you come down to it, like that's what basically good art is, is just nothing's going to be completely original, especially now with all the content that's out there. But I think the great auteurs now are just able to be like, okay, I'm gonna take something from this. I'm gonna take, it's like taking 10 different things and putting it into a bowl and making something new, like a new, it's kind of like rap music. And also, you know, Jordan Peele and Tarantino are very, and Kubrick was like this, where they're just so good at um, 
like the aesthetic, the feel of their films is, is very consistent. And like, there's just always like an underlying sense of dread and unease with, with the movies that, that Jordan Peele makes similar. I think Tarantino was like the master is the master of that, of just kind of like, uh, drawing out tension, you know, where the audience is just kind of like, he, it's like, he's, uh, pulling you the tension, um, for so long until it gets so taut that you just can't take it anymore. He just doesn't let you off the hook. And I think that's kind of what, I saw him in an interview recently, Jordan Peele, he was talking about how in horror, um, you can, the audience will go with you as as long as they they know that they're you're taking them somewhere. But he was saying that Blair Witch was one of his favorite horror movies, cause, but he said nothing really happens, which is true. I don't, I don't like Blair Witch, but he said nothing really happens. and. Uh, I, you know, after watching Nope, he, he definitely, I can see that that's what he was going for. All right, my main critique of Nope, I did like it. Um, and it's weird, I've heard people say this and I think this sums it up. It's one of those movies that when I was watching it, I was kind of like, I wasn't sure, cause I kind of, I, I didn't know where it was going a lot of the time. It was it was a little frustrating cause I was watching it and I'm like, you know, that happens to me a lot. I think where you're watching a movie and you're about 40 minutes and you start getting impatient, you're like, okay, where's this going? Like, I, I'm I'm in, but something has to happen. You have to like take me, you have to give me something to keep me interested. And he does do a good job of that. Like it doesn't, it's, a lot of times I'll be watching a movie and about 45 minutes to an hour in, uh, I'll finally realize it's a bad movie. That's such a bad feeling. I've had that so many times where you're like watching a movie, you think it's going to be good, and then like you're an hour in and it hasn't gotten good yet, and you're like, oh, I think this is a bad movie. <laughs> like I don't think this is going to get good. It hasn't gotten good. Nope, isn't like that. It doesn't it's not that it doesn't get good. It just doesn't. You don't really know where it's going. It's a very slow burn, but you're just kind of like a lot of the movie I was like well, what what's going on I just found myself being like I don't know what's going on and I didn't know if I was missing little things and it's kind of what I liked about it but didn't like like I liked that he wasn't you know hitting you over the head with what was happening it was just kind of a movie you had to like that that's like a obviously that's a um, sign of a really good filmmaker a movie when they're just kind of like you're watching it and it's almost like you're having to like eavesdrop on someone's conversation and pick up what's happening. They're not going to tell you what's happening. You know what I mean? You just kind of have to be like, Oh, these people are talking and I'm, I just came in the middle. What, what's let me piece together what what's going on. Cause they're just not going to outright say it. There's a big set piece at the beginning. It starts that a lot of people are talking about. And I, I think it's a little, it, it kind of was frustrating. Even though I liked it, the more I thought about it, um, where it, where it opens on like uh, the set of like a sitcom called Gordy's Home, and it's like a ch you know some horrible sitcom, supposed to be 1998, where there's like a chimpanzee that's in the family. It kind of reminded me of like Small Wonder. I don't know if he was like kind of making if he was aping that. Sorry for that, um, but because it was just it looked like a really bad sitcom, but there was just like a, a, a chimp in the family, and so I guess the chimp something happens and it goes nuts and it like attacks the cast and it like uh, mutilates one of like the young girl on the show and uh, the kid who's like this Asian kid who's a child actor it like uh, doesn't get attacked so it doesn't attack him and then later they show the Asian kid grown up and he's like uh, running like his own kind of almost like cowboy theme park and uh, you, you know, you're assuming when the movie opens with that, with the ape, with the chimpanzee uh, set piece, you're like, oh, this is going to be an integral part of the movie. Like, that, that's a really important 
scene because a lot happens and it's very shocking the image and the feel of it so it kind of hits you it grabs you kind of by the throat right away but as it goes on you're kind of like they cut back to it too the chimpanzee attacking people um and you're like wait why is this such a big part of the plot like they didn't need to have this but later the more i thought about it i guess it's because uh when he grows, when he's older, he's almost like a um, carnival barker, and uh, he discovers this alien being in the clouds, and he's kind of trying to tame it and wrangle it for audiences to make money, and um, it ends up not going well. He's not able to, ta you know, <laughs> surprise, surprise, he's not able to tame a. Um, an extraterrestrial being that's the size of a flying saucer. Um, so I think with that, what the what the chimpanzee part of the plot is supposed to represent, or why it's there, is it's kind of showing this traumatic thing happened um, on, a, on a TV show where just this little, small, kind of cute creature, you know, went nuts and dumb. Went all primal and all, you know, chimp on them, and uh, they weren't able to tame it, even though they thought they'd be able to. And later on, even after that harrowing experience, he's trying to do the exact same thing again, like kind of wrangle this huge, this animal that's way bigger than a chimp and is like completely, you don't know what, why it's there or anything about it, and just having disastrous results. So I think it's almost kind of like about in our country, we're just kind of consuming um, violence and tragedies and not learning from them at all, just over and over repeating, um, just like a, a cycle of violence that never ends. It, it almost, it's almost like these, th this like endless cycle of violence you see on TV, um, like there's like a thirst for it, like we're used to it now, now we're like addicted to it. It's kind of become a part of are the cycle of our lives like oh what is the big tragedy now that's going to happen this week and then like if one doesn't happen it's almost like you don't know what to do with yourself because you're so used to it so i think that's kind of like there's clearly like a lot going on with a, you know a, a commentary and like media and the consumption of uh violence on tv i would guarantee you he's a big fan of michael haneke he did the movie funny games and that movie is all about like voyeur, it's it's all kind of like an insidey, almost like cabin in the woods type movie. Like it's kind of a horror movie, but it's like in on the joke. And part of the horror movie is almost like about the consumption of violence and horror and why people are so obsessed with it and why we watch these things. Because um, it is a movie that like, I was like, even more so than Us. Because when I saw Us and even Get Out, like I liked them. But they were very, like, Get Out's a really good movie, but it's a very straightforward movie. Like, Get Out is like, okay, this happens. Wait, what's going on? It's weird. Oh, okay, this is why they're acting weird. So it kind of, like, it takes you through it. Um, it's an easier movie. It's an easily consumed movie. It's more, like, um, straightforward plot. This is not like that. This is very, like, when you leave, you're like, what, wait, what's going on? So, and I really do like movies like that where you have to kind of think about what happened. And I see so many articles now where they're like, well, people are kind of trying to uh, um, dissect with the movie, you know, analyze it. Like, well, what did this mean? And what did that mean? And I think it's almost an impossible task for a movie like this. I, there's just so many ways to unpack it. There's so many things going on, which I think is also kind of the flaw with him a little bit. I think sometimes he 
bites up more than he can chew Jordan Peele because I think he's such a ambitious filmmaker that I, I you know I would almost guarantee you he's such a creative guy he probably has so many things going through his mind and um, I think sometimes he gets kind of like like you know I don't know lost out there a little bit like he's taking on too much because he's I don't know because he's so good at it and I also I think he's also painting himself into a corner where he his first two movies seemed very like metaphorical and allegorical about society and race that now when he comes out with a movie everyone just is like well what's it going to be what's this one going to be what's the allegory going to be because he you know obviously he's the go the go-to guy to you know to to hold up a mirror to society about race and uh what it's like to be black in america like his he can't just like make a, a movie now like you know he's like obviously he's in the you know genre of filmmaking and the genre of horror and he's very good at it even that's like it's hard but it's also like suspense and you know it's not like like this isn't like a straight up horror movie um but and also uh, this is the one observation i've made i had in the middle of it i realized in the middle of it because the whole movie you know they're looking up at the sky and you kind of see little glimpses of at first you think it's a flying saucer you know so you see it like here and there but you don't really see you see like it's kind of um uh, it's kind of blocked by the clouds most of the time. And that becomes a big part of the movie. They're trying, it's always, you know, kind of uh, blocked by the clouds. So they're always trying to like bring it out to get a picture of it. Um, so that they can become rich and famous, which is another big theme of the movie. Like the culture we live in now of everyone, when they see anything, they, you know, and their interest is, isn't just like, wow, what is this? This is kind of an amazing thing. Their interest is immediately like, Oh my God, look at this thing. It's cool and weird. Like we need to get it on film so that we, I can become famous. Like just, you know, kind of a commentary on like, you know, TikTok and Instagram, how just everyone is obsessed with like getting attention. Like that's what anything exists for now. Like, oh my God, look at this thing. Like, I think there's like aliens from another planet. We get a camera, you know, and there's no sense of like, I want to understand why they're here or like, you know, or even like, I mean, there's fear, but they're not even like, oh, we should move. They're like, we can't move. We have to get a picture because then we can, you know, get interviewed by Oprah, which is basically what our culture has kind of devolved into. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's basically doing Jaws, but from the other side. Like Jaws was in the water, so the whole time that you can't see the, the monster in the water because it's, blo you know, obviously it's, you know, underneath the, the ocean, in the ocean. And in this one, it, the ocean is in the sky. So every, you know, every now and then you'll see it like kind of come through some clouds and that's like the shark fin and they're trying to like um coax it to come out uh but it's it's also really interesting because jaws is they're trying to coax it to come out to kill it because they're trying to save you know because people are getting killed so they need to stop it this is not about saving anyone this is about like we need to coax it out so that we can get a picture and become famous and, you know it looks like unbelievable um the um the cinematographer's guy, uh, Han Van, I forgot his last name, but he's, he did like, you know, he does a lot of Christopher Nolan movies and apparently he's like the, um, premier, uh, cinematographer, you know, to do like IMAX cameras or film for IMAX. And the movie just is like so sprawling and like, I mean, you, you look at Get Out next to this, it's like insane. So really cool to see a movie that's actually like an original premise it's not just like another marvel movie that just clearly they're churning out like you know kind of like it's you know fucking like hot dogs like 
all right, well, this is what works, you know, give them this. You know, people are like, I didn't like, you know, the, the Marvel movies. I didn't like this one as much. Oh, really? It's kind of like buying hot, like Marvel movies now are like when you eat a hamburger, you know, and you're, or you go to like Subway sandwiches, and you're like, I didn't like that sandwich that much. It's not that good anymore. That's kind of what happened with Subway. They were like, God, it's so good. And they're like, I don't like it anymore. It's not that good. Yeah, it's the only thing you're eating. They have the same shit over and over. Go to another place. So that's basically what I'm trying to say. Nope is like a different subway shop. Uh, okay, uh, I think I'm gonna end because this has been kind of long. But uh, like I said, please uh, like this video, please uh, subscribe and uh, see you next time.